Blessed are you, O Lord, the God of our fathers, for you are just in all that you have done. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Colossians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, when Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, fornication, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience. In these you also once walked, when you lived in them. But put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and foul talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old nature with its practices and have put on the new nature, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there cannot be Greek nor Jew, circumcised nor uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, or free man. But Christ is all, and in all, peace be with you, the reader. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. And with your spirit. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Let us be attentive. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory to you. The Lord said this parable. A man once gave a great banquet and invited many. And at the time of the banquet, he sent his servant to say to those who had been invited, Come, for all is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a field, and I go out and see it. I pray you have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I must go to examine them. I pray you have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So the servant came and reported this to his master. Then the householder in anger said to his servant, Go out quickly to the streets and lanes of the city, and bring in the poor and maimed and blind and lame. And the servant said, Sir, what you have commanded has been done, and there is still room. And the master said to the servant, Go out to the highways and hedges and compel people to come in, that my house may be filled. For I tell you, none of those men who were invited shall taste my banquet. 
for many are called, but few are chosen. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory to you. Good morning. Some may ask, why does the Center of Disease Control recommend wearing masks during the pandemic? What is the point? Based on some studies, the Center of Disease Control recommends wearing masks during the pandemic for a couple of reasons. First, there is the filtering effect, which can reduce the intake of the amount of infectious germs. But secondly, they say, and primarily, by wearing a mask, you can prevent the spreading of germs. It says on the CDC website, masks are primarily intended to reduce the emission of virus-laden droplets, source control, which is especially relevant for asymptomatic and presymptomatic infected wearers who feel well and may be unaware of their infectiousness to others and who are estimated to account for so many transmissions. Source control. Source control. In layman's terms, wearing a mask helps keep the harmful germs in. A mask helps keep the harmful germs in so that we don't spread them to other people. They call it source control. But today, thankfully, I don't want to focus on epidemiology and the spread of the coronavirus, but rather, I want to think, I want you all to think about the spread of another more serious disease, sin, and specifically, sin by word. In today's epistle lesson from Colossians chapter 3, we read, but now put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and foul talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another. In Colossians, the recently converted pagans, those who used to worship false gods like Zeus and Hermes and such, are instructed to put away slander, foul talk, and lies. They are told to watch their mouths. The audience, as former pagans, came from a background and way of life they needed to change. They couldn't just say they were Christians with their lips. Their actions needed to reflect their faith. In regard to their past sins, they needed to put them all away to live a new clean life as Christians. It is not only the sins of action they needed to stop, like adultery, fornication, and idolatry, and so on, 
but also the sins of word, such as slander, foul talk, and lies, as we are reminded in today's epistle lesson. They needed to stop the sins of word, not just the sins of action. But what about us today? Slander, foul talk, lies. Are any of these problems problems for us? Perhaps we need to work on our source control. Perhaps we need to control our mouths, a common source of sin. Didn't our Lord say it is what comes out of the person's mouth that defiles him? We hurt ourselves by sins of word. But not only that, sins with the word of our mouth, words of our mouth hurt others. Slander, foul talk, and lies. Slander, foul talk, and lies come out of our mouths, float around, and infect others. Others are infected by the foul talk. Perhaps we, we don't even realize we're infecting others. They hear the foul talk and repeat it. Others believe the slander and spread it to others. Others believe the lies are hurt by them and also spread those to others. The infection of sin is spread to others by dirty, infected mouths. We need to work on our source control. We need to work on keeping ourselves from spreading the disease of sin by our mouths. Not only for our own sakes, but also need, we need to keep in the germs of verbal sin by controlling and guarding our mouths for the sake of others. We need to work on keeping the harmful germs of sin from spreading. Simply put, watching our mouths is part of the Christian life. It is part of our new life in Christ. Like in today's epistle lesson, even the earliest Christians were reminded to watch their mouths, to keep those bad germs in, because they were given a new, beautiful life with God. But now... Put them all away, it says. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and foul talk from your mouth. As it says in the epistle lesson today. Today we also read, Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old nature with its practices, and have put on the new nature, which is being renewed in the knowledge after the image of its creator. The old Sinful nature is put off. Self-destructive sin is put away. The self-destructive behavior of their pre-Christian lives is ended, and they live a new life. They have a new nature, a new way of life, a new existence. We read today, you have put off the old nature with its practices and have put on the new nature which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. They stopped 
the old germs. They muzzled them. They stopped them from spreading. Christ's victory went hand in hand with their own fight over their mouths. True Christians have been working on and winning the battle of source control from the very beginning. With God's help, they won the battle against harmful, infectious slander, foul talk, and lies. They helped to stop the spread of sin. Like it says in today's epistle lesson, we, like the first recipients of that letter, have put off the old nature with its practices and put on the new nature, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. It is with God's help that we can change. It is with God's help that we can control the infectious spread of sin from our mouths. Today, I'd like to share with you a testimonial from a popular Orthodox blog. Uh, This blogger, she wrote the following. In 1998, when I started really looking at what our faith was, I began to realize what a nasty habit I had. A habit I never even realized was so, well, nasty. I was suddenly so embarrassed by the way I spoke. The blogger continued, We need to remember that every time we cuss or post something online or text message something with nasty language in them, not only are we sinning, but we're causing our neighbors to stumble as well. And it's a domino effect. The blogger also wrote, Cutting it off was quite a struggle, but over time and with the help of the Jesus prayer, it became much easier. I thank God for this. I thank God, I thank him that he gave me the strength to stop before I had children and pass my nasty habit on to them. Now this woman uses her own renewed voice, renewed, not to spread sin, but to spread the faith. With God's help, she has, as it says in the epistle today, put away the foul talk from her mouth. She has, as it says in the epistle, put on the new nature, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. You might say she won the source control battle, and instead of spreading sin, she now helps spread the gospel. I ask all of you, as you look around over the coming months and see masked people, I want you to consider, how are you doing with another source control battle? Let the mass remind you, how are you doing with the other source control battle? With slander, foul talk, and lies. It is a battle we all need to fight as Christians. Let us, with God's grace, win the battle against the infection of verbal sin. Amen.